We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Today is Friday, March the 18th, 2022, and it's a great day to have a day here on the Spurs Up show, the best Gamecocks podcast on the internet on today's show as spring football rages on i give my top five position battles to watch for for gamecocks football during spring practice also guys as the search for the next gamecocks head basketball coach continues i give my wish list who i would most like to see fill the vacancy of the departed frank martin guys we have got a packed show for you here in this friday and of course as always it's brought to you by the spurs up show store guys tsus.store the best gamecocks merchandise on the internet be sure to stay tuned all our latest drops including t-shirts tank tops hoodies long sleeves pullovers koozies stickers flags you name it we got it everything you need to satisfy your gamecocks merchandise cravings again that's tsus.store tsus.store the best gamecocks merchandise on the internet let's get it Boys and girls, happy Friday, TGIF. Hope you're all doing well. I'm Chris Phillips, your host of the Spurs Up Show. As always, hope you're having a fantastic start to your week, and I hope you're maybe enjoying some basketball as we continue to watch March Madness. My bracket right now as we speak right now is not totally busted. Unfortunately, Iowa gave me my first loss. I think I started out like 5-0 and or something like that. But again, hope your bracket is not completely busted at this point. Hope you're enjoying all the sports and the basketball and all that good stuff. And again, guys, it's obviously a very exciting Friday, an exciting weekend, because by the time you are hearing this, most likely, yours truly 
is on the road to Knoxville, Tennessee to watch the Gamecocks take on the Tennessee Volunteers because, of course, today is game day as South Carolina Tennessee begin their series at Lindsey Nelson Stadium in Knoxville tonight at 6.30, tomorrow at noon, and then Sunday they will wrap it up at 1 o'clock. But, again, hope you're having a fantastic start to your weekend, guys. Appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you all so much, man, for the continued love and support when it comes to the business, the content, the merch, everything we do. And, again, guys, I hope the show does find you out no matter where you are, what you are doing, and I hope you have a fantastic weekend whatever it is you may be doing also stay safe this weekend because it's saint patty's day weekend i'm sure many of you will be partaking in some sort of saint patrick's day festivities whether you're going to five points maybe you're in charlotte you're going to savannah whatever it is guys just make sure you be safe don't drink and drive get an uber all that good stuff but again be sure to enjoy yourself because i can tell you this the crew that i'm going with the knoxville and yours truly we will certainly be doing that but again guys very excited here on this friday we're not talking baseball though we're focusing on the gridiron and the hardwood as well and that's what i want to start obviously guys the gamecocks uh taking the field actually today i believe or was it yesterday either way they're two or three practices in spring ball is rolling and i thought in the spirit of that why not why don't we talk position battles for south Carolina football my top five position battles to watch for during spring practice and again i will say this you know we don't get a lot of access, really, if any, in regards to we don't get to watch practice. I mean, we're really not going to see anything until the spring game on April 16th. And so it's kind of hard to keep up in regards to, you know, what does the depth chart look like and who's leading who and who's the starter right now and all that good stuff. But, you know, you can listen to player interviews. You can listen to coaches interviews. And, you know, I, I think either way, even if we don't know right now, For me, these five position battles I'm going to list are the ones that I think are probably the most important as we navigate throughout spring practice. So again, guys, without further ado, let's go ahead and dive into it. My top five position battles for Gamecocks football to watch during spring practice. And on that note, guys, I would love to hear from you all. What do you think of the top position battles you're most intrigued about? And I'll start at number one. In a position where depth is of no concern, you've got plenty of options, right? And depth is a really, really good thing. When you're talking about the running back position, you need more than one quality back, right, guys? I mean, we saw it last year with Kevin Harris, Saquandre White, Juju McDowell, Marshawn Lloyd. I mean, all those guys got touches and all those guys played. But at some point, right, you're limited on carries. At some point, you know, you've got to determine who's RB1, who's RB2, Who are we going to give the bulk of the carries to? And obviously, you add some really talented players to that running back room after losing the likes of Kevin Harris, Quandre White. So I look at that running back position, my first position battle, Christian Beal-Smith versus Marshawn Lloyd versus Lavoisier Carroll versus Juju McDowell. Really, all those guys competing. Heck, I could have mentioned the Columbia transfer as well. But those top four dudes are the ones that I really focus in on. Again, the one that's probably most intriguing to me is Christian Beal Smith, the transfer from Wake Forest. This is a dude we're talking about that led the Demon Deacons in rushing. And again, this was a very, very potent Wake Forest attack. What type of impact does he have? I think the most, one of arguably the most intriguing players, and I I think, you know, I call him a dark horse, but I feel like that's a little bit disrespectful. But that is Marshawn Lloyd, man. Just, Just last year coming off the ACL, I don't think we saw the best version of him. Is he able to bounce back and be the dude that you thought he was going to be when you were recruiting him just a couple of years ago? Obviously, Lavoisier Carroll transferring in from Georgia, very highly touted for some reason. 
Kirby Smart and the dogs thought it'd be a good idea to convert him to defensive back, but I think he's back at his natural position, which is running back. Now, I think the challenge for him is going to be getting in shape to play running back and putting that weight back on and all that, but certainly a player who was extremely highly, highly touted at a high school. And then, of course, we all know Juju McDowell, what he can do, what he did in the bowl game, obviously a very explosive player. How do they use him in the offense? How does Marcus Satterfield best see or how, how does how does he best fit into the offensive attack with Spencer Rattler so again guys my first position battle I'm most intrigued about because again there's a lot of talent here but who are the guys that separate themselves who's your bell cow back who is the dude you can depend on down after down you know when you get into crunch time it's third and short fourth and short I'll be curious to see which one of these guys plays situationally you know which one is more of a catch the football to the backfield type of guy, which one's a first down guy, which one's a third down guy, which one's a short yardage guy. But again, a lot of talent, a lot of options, but it's going to be really interesting to see which guys rise to the top. So again, my first one at running back, Beal Smith against Lloyd, against Carroll, against McDowell. I think it's going to be really fun to see how that position shakes out. My second top position battle I'm most looking forward to. And Listen, the storyline that's not a storyline is Spencer Rattler. He is your starting quarterback. Beyond that, though, who is QB2, right? You lose Zeb Nolan. You lose Jason Brown. Obviously, Luke Doty comes back, and he's a bit limited. I think the QB2 role is one of the hottest uh, position battles this spring. Luke Doty versus Braden Davis versus Colton Gauthier. Now, I do not have Tanner Bailey listed because I do not believe, I'm pretty positive, Tanner Bailey is not on the roster and is not going through spring ball as of right now. And again, I probably should have done this before the show, but I will double check because, again, I'm not perfect, and sometimes I do forget. No, Tanner Bailey is not on the roster. That's what I thought. So, um, so yeah, Tanner Bailey is not on the roster. So those three guys I mentioned, Doty against Davis against Gauthier, uh, I think it's going to be really interesting to see who wins that QB2 battle. Again, it's very important, as we saw last year, guys. I mean, obviously, knock on wood, we hope that Spencer Rattler is going to play the entire season. He's not going to miss a single snap. But obviously also developing for the future. You know, who's going to be your guy? Because the plan is Spencer Rattler will be here a single year. He'll be here a single year, and then he will get drafted. And the next year, you're going to have to do this all over again with your quarterback position. Um, who's the guy that takes over at QB2? Again, do we see Luke Doty? You know, if he slips past the QB2 spot, does he move positions? Does Colton Gauthier have something to tank in the tank that we didn't see last year? And then Braden Davis, a highly touted freshman, out of Delaware, what does he have? So, again, just seeing how those dudes compete. Again, guys, I know that Shane Beamer and Marcus Satterfield will say what they have to say that, oh, you know, it's an open competition, and we'll name the starting quarterback soon. We all know who the starting quarterback is, guys. There's no secret here. But in the spirit of competition, they have to do that. But, again, the real competition to me is QB2. Who is the QB2? Who is the guy behind Spencer Rattler that's going to push him? And maybe just maybe we'll show signs of promise for the future after the Spencer Rattler era concludes. My third top position battle I'm most intrigued to see. And, again, guys, when you look at the defensive side, obviously you made strides last year, but you do have to replace some key pieces. Most notably on the defensive front, J.J. Inigbare, who is now NFL draft-bound, I look at that edge spot, Terrell Dawkins, the transfer from NC State, versus Jordan Strawn, versus Jordan Birch. And again, the interesting thing, guys, about defense is all these guys will play, right? They're all going to play, no doubt. But this one really comes down to me about Dawkins coming in. What type of impact does he make immediately? This is a dude that was fantastic as a freshman for NC State in 2020. And then, you know, Shane Beamer mentioned both Strawn and Birch. And these dudes being players that need to break out. Which one emerges? And which of this group 
which of the guys in this group emerge as a leader for the defensive front? Because, again, guys, you know what? You, you overachieved as a defense last year. Great. But as we talked to Brad Lawing and I talked to others, you know, you had a great pass defense. But, again, what you're telling people is you cannot stop the run. That is the problem. You cannot stop the run. So that's what you're telling people. So who's going to be the dude that steps up on the defensive front that puts their foot down that says no more? We're going to be better stopping teams or running the football. And I think that battle on the edge between Dawkins, Strawn, and Birch is going to be a really fun one to watch. And again, guys, again, you look at the defensive front, you feel like there's a lot of talent. Will it actually pan out this year? Will Clayton White be able to get more out of his front seven and be better against the run? This year, guys, my fourth top position battle and one that I think folks don't really think about. But on this show, guys, we show love. We show love to the specialist. We show love to our specialists. And in case you didn't realize, you're having to replace Parker White, guys, who is your all-time points leader. Who is going to be your kicker this year? I think the battle between Mitch Jeter, Luckhurst, the transfer map, uh, Arizona State, excuse me, and then Alex Herrera. I think it's going to be a really interesting to watch. And I think it's going to go into fall camp as well. I don't think it's going to be resolved after spring. Um, I think Mitch Jeter, obviously, what he did on kickoffs last year, uh, certainly gives him some uh, some leg up, no pun intended. Luckhurst was a guy who was really good for Arizona State. Maybe that experience helps him. And then Alex Herrera sort of the wild card, if you will. But who is going to fill that void? Because, again, you don't really think about that kicker spot, right? You don't think about a kicker spot till you don't have a good kicker. And then, and then you're coming down in the games, late in ball games, you know, you're missing field goals, you're killing momentum. You know, it's a very big deal when you're kicker, when you don't have one that's reliable. So that battle between Jeter, Luckhurst, and Herrera is something I'll be very intrigued to see. Does one guy separate themselves and sort of take the lead in the clubhouse going into summer and fall camp for that starting role? And then finally, guys, the fifth top position battle I'm most excited to watch for during spring practice Yes, it is on the outside at wide receiver and specifically the wide receiver one role. Now, you might think to yourself, it is a no-brainer. Josh Van returns. He is wide receiver one. My question is this, how good is Antoine Wells Jr.? And does he have anything to say about that? And I think that's the battle to watch for. Van against Wells Jr. Again, Wells Jr. obviously coming from James Madison. Fantastic there, a record-setting wide receiver for those guys. We all know what Josh Van did a season ago. And again, it might be a no-brainer. Josh Van might run away with this thing, but I'm really, really curious and intrigued to see what Wells Jr. can do. Um, you know, some will compare this to the Jalen Brooks situation, Chris. You know, he, you didn't think he was very good. Why are you hyping up Wells Jr.? And I'm really not trying to give this kid unfair hype, but there's a difference between being a D2 role player and a record setter at the FCS level. Um, you know, you watch Wells Jr.'s tape, and it pops off, man. It, 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 it is very apparent this dude is a big-time player. So is Josh Van the no-brainer number one wide receiver, or does Anquan Wells Jr. have something to say about it? Again, guys, I think you're in a much, 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 much better position on the outside at wide receiver than you were a year ago. So, again, guys, my top five position battles to watch for during spring practice number one the running back position number two the qb2 position number three on the edge number four at kicker and number five that wide receiver one role and again guys i would love to hear your thoughts your comments your commentary the top position battles you're most looking forward to during spring brawl south kind of goes through it and concludes spring practice on april the 16th with the garnet and black 
spring game. Guys, we're going to move from the gridiron to the hardwood as I give my wish list for Gamecocks basketball and their head coaching search. Before we do, though, I do want to tell you about our newest sponsor, our latest partner, the best real estate agent and the best real estate team in the local Columbia area. Of course, guys, it's Marissa Kennedy, realtor and founding member of the Patrick O'Connor team with Coldwell Banker. Guys, this team has helped over 250 families last year. They work with both buyers and sellers in Columbia and the surrounding areas. They do premium advertising to sell your home faster with high-quality pictures and video. In 2021, they sold homes for on average 5.4% more than the competition. Now, guys, right now, they're in a seller's market, right? We're in a seller's market, but they're able to get buyers under contract in new homes by being available to show homes as soon as they hit the market, collaborating with listing agents to write offers that meet the needs and wants of the sellers, and keeping up clear communication throughout the entire process to ensure they make it to the closing table without a hitch. Guys, to contact the best real estate agent and the best real estate team, be sure to give Marissa a call today, 803-406-1800. Again, guys, it's 803-406-1800. You can also please go like her Facebook page, Marissa Kennedy Realtor on Facebook. Again, on Facebook, that's at Marissa Kennedy Realtor. Go give her a like. Again, stay up to date with all the happenings, all of her latest listings. And also, guys, as I mentioned before, we're going to be doing some giveaways, some special things with Marissa. Really excited for that in the near future. But again, guys, if you're in the market and you're looking for an agent, the best real estate agent and the best real estate team in the local Columbia area, that's Marissa Kennedy, realtor and founding member of the Patrick O'Connor team with Coldwell Banker. And again, guys, be sure to tell her that Chris from the Spurs Up show sent you. All right, guys, I'm going to run through these really quickly. I'm not going to go... Super, super in-depth with each guy because I feel like at this point, we all sort of know about these candidates and who they are, and especially after number one, because for me, when it comes to my wish list, South Carolina should sell out and get number one, and that is Sean Miller. Uh, the former Arizona coach, his, his resume and what he did at Arizona, it speaks for itself. Three-time Pac-12 coach of the year, uh, three-time Pac-12 tournament champion, five-time Pac-10-12 regular season champion, um, and, and and tournament after tournament after tournament after elite eight after tournament, guys, it's a no brainer. It's a no brainer here. It's a name, and I understand. Listen, I understand the baggage. I understand the NCAA stuff. But guys, you know what? We live in such a world. Bruce Pearl's coaching at Auburn. Will Wade was at LSU. I mean, guys, as long as he's not bringing any literal allegations or bringing any literal sanctions, if you will, to Columbia. I think you bring this guy in, man. I think you got to get this guy. I think he's a name. He's going to sell tickets. He's going to attract top talent. He's going to attract top recruits. This is a no-brainer. You throw the bag at Sean Miller. You throw the bag at this kid. Absolutely. Absolutely you do. I think, no doubt, again, if you want to get a name, you want to make a splash in college basketball, you want to get college basketball's attention, you want to put the SEC on high alert and tell your fans, we care about winning, you make this deal happen. And again, there's been a lot of smoke around Sean Miller and it possibly happening. You make this deal happen, bottom line. Beyond Sean Miller, guys, my wish list. Number two, I've got Mike Boynton. And this one, again, guys, I know the resume at Oklahoma State isn't fantastic, but once you get past Sean Miller, with the names we've at least heard, the most popular, it's going to be a complete roll of the dice. And I look at it as a roll of the dice, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing, right? You have nothing to lose. Roll the dice, right? You do the same thing in football. Can you find, if you can't get Miller, can you find your Shane Beamer of basketball? And you look at a guy like Mike Boyden, obviously, with his South kind of ties. Again, 
the record at Okie State, when you could argue better facilities and better resources, hasn't been fantastic. But maybe he's able to tap into the University of South Carolina, the guy that wants to be here. You know, we talked about all that in football and all that good stuff. Does that also apply to basketball? Number three for me, guys, I look at Bob Ritchie. Bob Ritchie, the head coach at Furman. Um, he's been there for five years, has done a really, really good job for them. Uh, one of the better coaches in the SOCON. Um, you know, again, would this be a splash? I, you know, I, I don't know necessarily. Again, he, he's had a very, very solid tenure at Furman. But a guy that's local in the state, I think you could do worse, but again, would be a major roll of the dice. You then look, and this is a name that's not being talked about quite as much, Matt McMahon at Murray State, uh, one of the better coaches in the Ohio Valley Conference. And again, guys, this is not like football, right? You can go get a guy from a mid-major, and they turn out to be a really, really good basketball coach. Um, a dude that has postseason experience, though, has done a really, really good job in their conference. You look at a guy like that, you know, I, I think could be solid. Um could be solid, no doubt. Uh, he's been there since June of 2015, but certainly could fill that vacancy for you in Columbia. And then finally, guys, B.J. Mackey. Um, and that name, if you're a Gamecocks basketball fan, you know a lot about B.J. Mackey, uh, no doubt. Obviously, one of the most decorated players in the 90s and one of the most legendary Gamecocks of all time to put on the garnet and black. He is an assistant right now at Wake Forest. And again, guys, this would be a major, major roll in the dice. And you would just truly be banking on the, the Gamecock factor. I mean, you would be banking on kind of like what you did with Shane Beamer in the sense of, okay, you want to be here. You love the university. Let's build with one of our own. Let's win or lose with one of our own. That would be the allure of BJ Mackey. But guys, again, I go back to number one, Sean freaking Miller. Hashtag we want Miller. It's Sean Miller or death for me, man. I, I think he's the dude. When it comes to South Carolina basketball, you need to show people that Things are changing and that you care and that you want to win and you're willing to go spend money and you're willing to go get a big time name and maybe make a hire that maybe some wouldn't guys. Hey, he's had allegations. So what? We're trying to win. Go get a guy who has done it before. Would he want to take on the challenge? I don't know, but go get a guy that has won and is proven and has a track record. So again, guys, my short wish list, Sean Miller, Mike Boynton, Bob Ritchie, Matt McMahon and B.J. Mackey, those are the names I think right now we're hearing. And, of course, I say Sean Miller is head and shoulders above everybody else, and that's the dude that I would probably say I want the most and I think would make the biggest splash and probably be the least of a rebuild, um, if you will, because it's going to be some sort of a rebuild, guys. I mean, you're, you're going to have players leave, transfer, guys have already decommitted, whatever, but I think Sean Miller might be a guy because of his track record that could keep some of these pieces together and maybe maybe soften the blow a bit in regards to hiring a new coach. So, again, guys, that is my wish list for Gamecocks basketball, and those are my position battles I'm looking for for spring practice. would love to hear your thoughts on that. What are you most looking forward to in spring ball? And, of course, when it comes to the Gamecocks coaching vacancy, are there any other names that I didn't mention or any names on that list I did not give – uh, enough credit to that you guys would like to see take the job. Who do you want to see man the Gamecocks men's basketball program would love to hear from you. But guys, hey, that's going to do it all for me. Appreciate you all tuning in, guys. Like I said, we are on the road to Knoxville, Tennessee to watch South Carolina take on the balls at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. Going to be one hell of a weekend. I will have the GoPro on me. So behind the beat next week is going to be absolutely legendary. But, uh, guys, like I said, enjoy your St. Paddy's Day weekend. Enjoy watching Gamecocks baseball. Enjoy watching the March Madness basketball stuff. Be safe. Take an Uber. Don't do anything crazy. Make it back to Monday in one piece so we can talk about, hopefully, Sal kind of getting a big series win. But either way, guys, again, thank you all so much for another successful week. And you guys tuning in and showing love and showing support, man, it just 
it means the absolute world. And I can't say it enough, guys. You allow me to wake up and fulfill my dreams and, and, and fuel my passions. And, and for that, I'm, I'm just so grateful for each and every single one of you, man. So, again, guys, thank you all so much for tuning in. Enjoy your weekend. Go Cox. Beat Tennessee. And we'll talk to you on Monday. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.